Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Everyone who knows me knows I am obsessed with sneakers and shoes, especially living in New York City. Visit yorkathleticsmfg.com today and use my code REDCARPET at checkout for 20% off a new pair of amazing sneakers. These sneakers are so lightweight and so stylish that you can work out in them or you can just wear them all day. Don't forget, use my code REDCARPET at yorkathleticsmfg.com today to get yourself 20% off a pair of super stylish and athletic shoes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon, and it's 2021. It feels so different. Um, Just kidding. It feels totally the same. Um, So my 2021 started with a quarantine and a COVID scare. So fun, especially with two toddlers, but all is well and we're good and we didn't have COVID. So onwards. Um, To kick off 2021, I have a special guest that I was so excited to interview since most of you are aware of my love for true crime and entertainment. Chris Hansen is basically the perfect guest for me. So Chris Hansen is best known for hosting the Dateline show To Catch a Predator. And that was just the most amazing reality TV show before reality TV was even a thing. They would catch mainly men, grown men, chatting in online chat rooms with underage girls and boys, like making plans with them to meet up, so gross, knowing they were underage. And then Chris Hansen would show up with his crew and bust them. And the best part was just the look on these sickos' faces as Chris would be like, have a seat. And then he'd call them out and then he'd show them the chat log while they denied everything. And it was just so good. Um, so Chris and NBC eventually parted ways, but Chris is back and he has so many projects and stories in the works. He's just a really like hardworking and talented guy. Um, and he's launching a podcast as well. And there's already one episode out. I listened to it. It's so good. And he's retelling some of his favorite episodes of To Catch a Predator. And then he provides a where they now. So head to Apple Podcasts, check that out. Again, there's one episode out so far. And um, oh, another highlight for me is the fact that Chris is working on a special for Discovery Plus that's coming out in February about the fashion designer Peter Nygaard. Now, if you're not up on that sick shit, you need to do your research. Um, it's it's seriously so disgusting, and you can't even believe that this is real. But Peter Nygaard was arrested in December 2020 for running a sex trafficking ring and allegedly impregnating underage girls so he could harvest stem cells from their aborted fetuses and inject them into his veins um, just to keep him young. Like, sorry, that was a mouthful, and that's also disgusting. But yeah, Peter Nygaard, like, try filler and Botox. That's that's wouldn't have put you in jail. But um, anyway, Chris Hansen has a lot on this guy, so get ready. 
And just lastly, I'm not going to dance around the fact that Chris has had some issues himself along the way in the past, but this podcast really doesn't, or this episode doesn't really center around that. It, it really wasn't important to me. So if you're looking for me, you know, to, to talk about Chris's own issues and ask him about that the whole time, you should just move on. Um, we touch on it lightly, but just not a ton because it's just not that important. So anyway, after this quick break, I'm going to share with you my discussion with the man himself, Chris Hansen. With winter coming and weakened pandemic immune systems, it's important that we keep our kids healthy. Tiger gummies are an incredible daily vitamin that I give to my own kids to support their little growing bodies. There are 22 essential nutrients in one gummy. They're vegan, all natural, and free of dye and junk, and my kids actually like them. Visit tigergummies.com and use my code REDCARPET20 at checkout for 20% off a subscription of vitamins. Chris Hansen, thank you so much for joining me. This is such a pleasure and an honor. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it very much. How are you? Finding yes. all this? Of course. So tell me, how has life been for you during this pandemic? You know, like you and so many others in in this world of media, you just adapt. Um, you mm. know, it started with, well, we'll do a couple of interviews real quick for this project remotely. And honestly, we are very lucky because one of the big projects coming up, um, this particular one in February on Discovery Plus, we had just gotten back from interviewing a series of victims in the Bahamas on March 5th. Oh. So the lion's share of these victims' interviews in this huge investigation into Peter Nygaard fashion mobile was done so we're able to work with that and get it to the next phase and then really after that it was just a matter of doing what we could travel wise doing what we could responsibly remotely yeah. you know a lot of tv gear showing up at the house learning how to do it and light it myself <laughs> so i i really want to get to peter nygaard because i am <laughs> completely fascinated by that but first I want to talk about your new podcast coming out. One episode. Me personally, I'm so excited. I have followed you forever. Um, How to Catch a Predator was the best show to me ever. I mean, it was, even though it was very creepy and I was very young, my parents were like, you should watch it. You should kind of see what these men do. Cause it's really, it's a thing, you know, it's like people don't realize. So, so tell me about the podcast and what we have to look forward to. Well, we, we had talked about doing a podcast for some time. And what I decided to do was to answer so many people's questions about whatever happened to Rabbi David Kay or the doctor who showed up in Petaluma or the guys who walked in naked. And there was a whole body of oh, work God, that yes. needed to be done. I know, right? that needed to be done to update people on what happened and also take them behind the scenes. You know, yeah, um, we're doing a new series of Predator shows right now and they're on you know, YouTube and we're packaging for television as we speak and just finished shooting one a couple of weeks ago in Michigan. But, you know, you look back and, and it's hard to believe that the first one we did was actually 2004. Wow. 16 years, almost 17 years ago. So that you know, the way we started and the stories behind the show and how it all came together and how we dealt with it behind the scenes and the decision to, you know, do a parallel investigation ultimately with law enforcement all makes for very fascinating stuff. And it's interesting to mm -hmm. me to go back through and to think about these things and to relive the experience and then to say, okay, for instance, in episode one, we talk about Rabbi David Kay, who's been in and out of prison. 
because he's been violating parole on a handful of occasions. And yeah. it brings up a lot of interesting issues. Does somebody learn their lesson? Are they rehabilitated? Do they go mm. on as productive members of society or are they forever stained by this? And is that fair once they've yeah. their sentence? I mean, in your experience, I would have to guess that you're never actually rid of that. You might stop being a predator for a year because you can contain it, but would you would you say that generally, like you can't ever get rid of that, you know, I that thing that you that, have? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a psychiatrist or a therapist mm. or a law enforcement behavioral profiler. I just play one on TV, but it seems to me after doing all this and getting inside their heads for a while, they break down into three different categories is the hardcore guy who's never going to reform no matter what he's going to be doing this with or without the internet the you know the guy at the playground the little coach the little coach, whatever. then there's a guy who's experimenting socially inept sexually curious and sees an opportunity and wrongly and illegally sees it seizes upon it and acts and does what he does probably you know can be fixed. The guy yeah. in the middle is more interesting. He's the guy who has these fantasies and wouldn't act out upon them unless he has access to the internet and the yeah. 24-hour access and the addictive nature of it and the, the anonymity and they act out and they say things and they do things online that they wouldn't do face-to-face and all of a sudden they blur this line between fantasy and reality and they're knocking on our door. Oh my gosh. Is there, is there one in particular that you can think of one situation that really shook you really well, badly? I mean, it's about a hundred way tie for first, but I can honestly say there was a situation <laughs> where a guy showed up and we're going to get into this in a, in a future podcast segment. Sunday afternoon in Fort Myers, Florida. And the last guy of the day of a very aggressive investigation, we had seen some iconic Predators walk in that became famous in the whole realm of this. And yeah. uh, we had uh, a guy walking naked in that investigation as well. And oh. last guy on Sunday walks in and he pulls up in this uh, SUV and he goes to the back door of the car and we think he's going to get a pizza or something out. And he gets his son out, who's probably four years old at the time, and leads him by the hand up the driveway into our sting house. And I'm looking around the house and my security guy, Ronnie Knights, in shock at this belief. These other guys, you know, who've been around the world with me in some of the darkest corners on some of the most, you know, dangerous investigations, they're just gasping. Oh, yeah. He's in with his little son. And I said to him, the only thing I could think of at the time, which is, I know why you're here. You know why you're here. Mm-hmm. You've got your child with you. I'm going to spare you the embarrassment of the interrogation. But you need to leave and go out the door. And with that, the police, Fort Myers police had seen this and had a female officer swoop the kid up and they arrested him and, and, uh, oh. and uh, off he went. And it just, you know, there's no joy in that. I mean, no. Compelling television, sad television. And the whole backstory to that, I mean, you talk about a fascinating podcast. I mean, what happened yeah. after that to the investigation of child family services, the way his wife reacted, it just. Yeah stunning tale of, of why and how these guys uh, in some ways get away with this for so long. 
I mean, that's sick. He was ready for it with his four-year-old son just kind of hanging yeah, out. That's, I don't that's think sick. He was gonna, my impression was not that he was going to involve the child in the activity. I think the child was going to go into a TV room with a you know Barney video or something. Yeah, but still, yeah, that's just, it's disturbing. That you're just whatever, you know, it, yeah, it's very disturbing. It's, it's horribly shocking. Has there ever been a situation where the decoy was like, oh man, I'm actually very nervous. What's going on? Were they put in a, a bad spot? Yeah, I don't think they were put in a bad spot. I think they were comfortable with everything that we did. And, and was, the way these things are set up is that, you know, there's law enforcement nearby. Mm -hmm. I won't allow it to get to a situation where they're physically in danger. I'll cut in. Yeah. But, uh, the, the decoys we use are typically, um, in some cases, they're, they're, you know, acting students, theater students who yeah. are 15, 16, but are actually 19, 20. In many cases, police cadets, you know, who have hmm. some familiarity with law enforcement, um, relatives of police officers. So there's never, you know, again, part of the reason why people are so fascinated with the whole thing is that there's some inherent danger in doing it. Nothing is 100%. Right. Right. Exactly. But, you know, you're on a tightrope. You're on an edge of a cliff. But as safe as you can make this. But no, the ironic thing about it all is that people always ask, what do these guys have in common? And mm -hmm. what I tell them, for the most part, is, and it's the, the, the truth, they don't stand out of a crowd. You know, they don't have the word predator tattooed across their forehead. These are yeah. guys who could be standing next to you at the dry cleaners on a Saturday morning or in line at the grocery store or, or wherever you are on the subway train or whatever you do every day. Always, always, always find somebody and, and many people and people of professional background will tell you how big of a problem this is. And, you know, yeah. look at us now. Everybody's online. Kids are online. Parents are trying yeah. to monitor their kids online. Oh, totally. Kids are online. Everybody's online more so than ever before. Mm -hmm. There is a dangerous, you know, situation as we speak. Yeah, I, I the very nature of the exposure. No, you're right. When it comes to social media and just online presence, it's very scary. It's so scary because I see nine year olds on social media and oh. on TikTok and and all the sexually provocative dance moves they're doing. It's super super creepy. Um. Mm -hmm. And just think about this for a minute. Remember when we started doing this, we merely used uh, chat rooms on AOL and Yahoo. Right. That was it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Today, there's Kick and Badu and Skip the Games and you know all the social media platforms. And, and, uh, I don't even know those. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then and then you know then just add gaming to it. Yeah. Which is a whole uh, extra level. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's, it's super scary. It, it's um something that I think I'm pushing to the back of my head because my kids aren't old enough for social media. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll review it, you know, again, when it's time and they're asking, but. Oof. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, for parents who are listening or watching it, it's, it's really about having an age appropriate conversation. You know, you're going to talk to a seven, eight, nine year old differently than you talk to a 13, 14, 15 year old. And, and yeah. You know, it sounds cliche about stranger danger and don't talk to strangers online until you see, you know, the experiments where, and I've seen it in real life, where a predator will start out as a stranger on a Tuesday and is so skilled at grooming and gaining confidence and targeting the most vulnerable 
that mm. that person is no longer a stranger by climbing home. Yeah, that's that's so scary. That's so scary. Um, well, let's I want to pivot to Peter Nygaard because this sure. is super fascinating. And you have a special coming out with Ident uh IDTV, is that right? Yeah, Discovery Plus, which is oh you know, okay. Yeah, which is Discovery's streaming service that premieres on, on January 4th. So we've got okay. we've got the Discover we've got uh, uh, Peter Nygaard coming out. Uh, on February 12th, and then we have Onision in real life coming out on January 4th for the initial rollout. So okay. two big specials coming out. And, and okay, so Peter, incredible, incredible I mean, Peter, that that really shook me. I mean, can you, so for people that are listening that are not familiar, Peter was the fashion executive who allegedly impregnated underage girls so he could abort the fetuses to get this, uh, whatever, was in them to inject into stem his veins cells, to stay right. young. What was it? Stem cells. Stem cells, thank you. So um, okay. Among a litany of things Nygaard is accused of doing, he was a billionaire, fashion mogul, Nygaard jeans. Uh, Every pair of jeans virtually sold in, in many department stores across the country was mm -hmm. designed, manufactured by Peter Nygaard. Tons of money. Uh, mansions in, in uh, Winnipeg, Canada, Penthouse apartment and headquarters in New York City, yeah. property in Los Angeles, and all the while he has been involved in the alleged rape and um, basically threatening of women of all ages, but specifically young women. And in the Bahamas, where he had this huge compound, he would have these pamper parties and he would send recruiters out to bring 13, 14 year old girls in. Know, with all the law, and he would drug them or seduce them and imprison them and have sex with them. And as things moved along, he became fascinated with stem cell research. Mm -hmm. to go to South Korea, and we've been told by multiple witnesses that he would impregnate these young women. They would have abortions. He would harvest the fetuses for stem cells or have a scientist to it, and use them for injection into his own body. Oh. in this sort of macabre fountain of youth right, that he had. And, and we have, you'll see in the in the series that premieres on February 12th on Discovery Plus, one of the, I've been working on this story for really a year and a half now. Yeah. Very intensely with a great group of people at uh, both Discovery Plus and, and, and uh, Blackton, uh, which is the production company involved. And along the way, besides getting some incredible interviews, the mother of his children, the children, the dog and investigators, and the whole backstory about how this became known in the first place. Yeah. The payoffs to Bahamian government officials. I mean, it's just incredible. We um, obtained literally hundreds of hours of video taken by uh, one of uh, Nygaard's own videographers, where he travels on the plane with stripper pole on the compound in the Bahamas. Oh, my gosh. Up to and including going to China and South Korea on these stem cell trips, and 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 the result of this is just absolutely some of the most compelling television I've been involved with, um, and I was able to obviously be you know part talent on this and, and also one of the executive producers. I've never seen anything come together quite like this in my forty years in this business. Now, did you get to speak to any of the victims? 
We did. We had a, 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 oh. a lot of victims in um, in the Bahamas, quite a few, okay. and we had uh, we had uh, uh, some up in Canada, some in New York, some in LA. I mean, oh wow! So you spoke to a lot of them. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, that's so intense! Oh my yeah. goodness! And you said he traveled on planes with stripper poles. That's so ridiculous. Yeah, he had his own private jet, uh, and so. We are literally talking about a situation where these allegations of rape mm -hmm. go back to like 50 years involving potentially hundreds of victims on five continents. So the Bahamas is just one part of this. It's a major yeah. part of it. But he had this massive uh, Jurassic Park-like compound mm -hmm. in the Bahamas. And he lived right next door to a Another billionaire, a wealthy, uh, very successful um, financial guy, Louis Bacon, who's based here in New York. And they got into a dispute over property and backfilling and environmental issues. And one thing led to another. This became very vitriolic. And in the course of the legal battle, mm -hmm. Bacon's team comes across all this information and potential criminal liability. And so this gets turned over to federal authorities years ago and, and the investigation begins and we got involved in it um, i'm not saying that we you know had anything to do with the ultimate charges but it was mm -hmm. not unhelpful to the investigation sure just um, you know a week or so ago he was arrested after being indicted here and here yeah. he was arrested in winnipeg and is being held without bond pending extradition uh, in Canada. I don't believe that, but you're saying this is, you've talked to these victims and this happened. We've talked to the victims. We've talked to the investigators. We have the videotapes. Wow. Wow. Videotapes? Oh, there's videotapes of him doing this? The videotapes, not of the uh, the alleged uh, harvestation of the stem cells from the fetuses, but of him actually being injected in China, yes. Oh my gosh. Well, you did. he was one of those guys who, you know, he wasn't Calvin Klein. He mm -hmm. wanted to be, he made, you know, tons of money, but, you know, his, his stuff was being sold at dealers. A lot of it was private label. Not that there's anything wrong with dealers, but it's very, right. you know, mid-level fashion. And the mm -hmm. price point was affordable, but he sold a lot of it. And he yeah. made a ton of money. And that money brought him power, influence, corruption, and, and you know, an appetite for sexual criminal avarice that I've never oh, seen before. My gosh. I know. And, and I guess the desire to be young is so funny to me where it's like, seriously, you want to be young badly that you do weird stuff like that. I mean, it's just gross. It's so, so gross. Well, the way he dresses the hair, the whole thing. I mean, mm -hmm. just, you know, he really saw himself as the lion. You know? and, <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. And the, the, the emperor. If you will. And, and yeah. You see the video of him just castigating the people around him. It mm -hmm. just shows what a, uh, a vicious guy he was. And, and, and you know, I, this was the series that was almost destined, destined to be ordained to be because every turn, you know, this wasn't easy. Every day on this thing was like a 3D chess game, you know, getting <laughs> this, doing that, getting people. Yeah. But stuff kept falling our way. The video games. I mean, Nobody was holding us up for money. People were just doing the right thing. And, and yeah. so when we accessed them, it was almost like divine intervention to yeah. have 
to that part of the story. And it really takes you inside his world in a way that, that no one else has or can or will do. Right. Wow. That's the, that's the objective in all these things we do. I, I say all the time to people, I said, it's easy. Everybody can do that. You're so right though, Chris. It's not easy. It's so not easy. And the interesting thing is, it's like you've got this coming out in February, but think of what could happen between now and February. You're never going to be done working. Like you're never, ever going to be done. (laughs) I can predict without fear of contradiction that this, when this aired, it'll spawn a whole Mm -hmm. new level of people wanting to talk about it. I mean, people are frightened of this. Yeah. Vicious. He had mm-hmm. spokespeople who were vicious, he had lawyers who were vicious, and they would just go for the jugular. Yeah. Well, so let's go to you, and you you seem so happy in your life. You're getting married. I saw you were engaged. Yes. That's so exciting. Very, very um, I almost followed your fiance, but I didn't want to be creepy. She looks cool, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna talk to him first, and then I'll I'll you know be less creepy. <laughs> but yeah, you guys seem super happy, super cute. I love that. Life is good. Life is really good. Yeah. Oh, good. Everybody, all the, all the, uh, the whole team is working and productive and happy and, uh, kids are great. You know, it's, 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 uh, my oldest is, uh, in television production and behind the scenes in, in Brooklyn and he's been great. But the second one's a reporter for the Fox station, Oklahoma City. So he's, oh, uh, wow. Wait, what's the two, two other sons are in school still. So, I love that they followed in dad's footsteps. Yeah, it's, uh, he, they're good. They're, it's it's mm-hmm. funny because now we have, you know, so many years into it, we, we have these conversations where we all criticize each other's heart. <laughs> 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 Makes for fun family conversations. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's so funny. So, you know, you had in, I would say in 2019, a few years before that, you had your fair share of um, internet trash talking about you and, and, you know, things that have happened. And so what do you say to the internet trolls that are sort of rooting for you to fail here again? Well, I, I look, I think that there are a lot of people uh, who consider themselves content creators who do nothing but gin up trolls. And what you'll <laughs> yeah. see is you've got a whole, and I'm sure you've experienced some of this being, you know, prolific out mm-hmm. as you are with this, this project. What you'll see is people will seize upon any opportunity to try to generate drama that creates some sort of financial gain for them or notoriety or views or clicks. So mm-hmm. you also have a group of people who are not especially good at journalism or truth telling mm-hmm. who will find themselves with the ability to have a high level editing program. And it's very yeah. easy to spin something that looks slick, but is essentially a misinformation campaign. And what a lot of these people end up doing, and they, they do it and they invoke your name just to, to, to make money on their own and, and sure. create an identity. You know, you bring this content to people that they wouldn't see normally. And you, you know, you basically broke the internet at one point with these predators and, and you did amazing things. And I think that it's like you said, people love to just poke when it's time to poke. They just love to do that. And they turn something into nothing because they know. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. we live our lives and, and nobody's perfect. You know, I, I work hard for, for the folks who, who want to know what's going on in the world. Yeah. I want to know. Do it for me. I want to know. I'm man, so excited man, for I'm this. Your guy. Yes, I'm so excited for this. So tell me one more time when the podcast is officially launching. So the podcast is out now. 
Heather Drew's mm-hmm. like Want Me Pushing It's an on Apple uh, podcast. And then, you know, we as with many people, you put one out there and yes. tune it and get the mm-hmm. response from it. And the response has been very good. And people are barking at me to get the next one out. And yes. Well that's what I mean. When's the next yeah. one coming? Well we're we're gonna I'm gonna sit down with, with the, the producers and Steve and uh, Joe and, and uh, we're gonna get right to it uh, actually next week we're gonna do that this week. And I'll go in. I oh, won't great. one this time. You know, you know, you as you know, you you sort of mess around with the format a little bit, and make sure that you have what you need. And I think yes. you hit it right on with with the, with the one you did. And, and uh, mm-hmm. that's very true. I actually, uh, I wish I could delete my first like ten podcasts that I've ever done. I'm like, I wish I could just bury those somewhere. But <laughs> well, as I always tell people, there's nothing I love more than the sound of my own voice. So it's it's pretty easy work for me. <laughs> great. Well, guys, thank you so much. This is so great. Better. It's great, great fun to be here. Thank yeah, okay. I'm just gonna. Uh, so stop. that was Chris Hansen. He was fun and he was cool, right? I'm really excited for his podcast. I already listened to the first episode and I really liked it. And um, I'm super excited for the special on Peter Nygaard. That story is just so sick. I need to know more. (laughs) Um, Anyway, thank you for listening. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week.